0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Justice Department has laid out its plans to have employees return to their offices, and it stresses maximum telework. But one group says actual telework policies are all over the place, depending on which office you work in. We get more now from the Vice President of the Association of Assistant U.S. Attorneys, Adam Hanna. Adam, good to have you back.
0: Thanks, Tom. It's good to be on with you again.
1: All right. So what is what are you hearing officially from justice with respect to telework? Because I think your group wants that flexibility. But what is justice saying?
0: Sure. You know, it was reported yesterday um, that the Justice Department has decided to shift away from its uh, pandemic policy of maximum telework back to uh, something, uh, I suppose, more normal. Specific guidance for individual components has not been released yet, but. The department has announced that offices uh, must give at least thirty days' notice to employees and in their their change and their shift back to uh, more normal telework policies.
1: And what are more normal telework policies? Never, as much as you want, or two days a week, or
0: they they vary widely, and that is one of the reasons that the National Association of Assistant U.S. Attorneys is engaged on this issue. We've found that folks in some offices have wide latitude and discretion to telework when they feel that they can reasonably do so. And other offices severely limit telework um, to as little as one day a month or no telework at all. And uh, NASA has taken the position that there ought to be a national floor on telework of two days a week. Um, Attorneys have proven through this pandemic that we have the ability to effectively and efficiently do our jobs from home. And while we recognize that it's important to be in the office, it's important to have that culture of uh, working together and being a team, there are many tasks that assistant U.S. attorneys uh, undertake on a daily basis that they can do from home. So that's what we're asking for. It's just, just a national minimum of two days a week at home.
1: And for the duration of the pandemic, has most of the assistant U.S. attorneys mostly been out of the office, correct?
0: That is correct. Now, everybody knows there's times that you have to be in the office to meet with people or to take depositions or uh, you know, to be in court. So everybody understands that there are certainly times where you can't do your job from uh, your home office. But yes, most assistant U.S. attorneys have been working from home, I would say, the majority of the time since March of 2020. And the Justice Department has been supportive of that. They really had an effective pivot to telework back in in 2020 and I think have supported uh, employees well in that. But I think they see that now is the time to, to make a, a shift back to more normal uh, circumstances.
1: So with respect to access to the applications and the data that you need, you've had that all along from the telework situation.
0: Correct. Now, of course, there are some exceptions to that. Folks who work in national security, for example, may not be able to fully do their their jobs from an alternative work site. But The vast majority of AUSAs have access to laptop computers and the necessary security protocols to access their their desktops from home. And I think everybody has proven that their jobs can be done very effectively
1: in this way. And you surveyed members recently and you got about 700 AUSAs to answer. What were some of the highlights of what they're saying about their work and their work situation?
0: So it's clear from the survey that telework is an important issue for AUSAs because of the the response that we got. 700 AUSAs gave us their thoughts. About 47% of folks who responded to our survey had at least 10 years of service in the department. And as of the date of the survey, which was between August and September of 2021, about 70% of respondents had an unlimited ability to telework at that time. Ninety five percent of people who responded said that they were able to successfully do their jobs while teleworking. Ninety percent responded that teleworking at least two days a week would increase their satisfaction with their job.
1: We're speaking with Adam Hanna, vice president for the Association of Assistant U.S. Attorneys. And I'm a little surprised that the policy is that capricious with respect to, I guess, the administrative officer of each individual justice office?
0: Sure. You know, you have to understand that the United States attorneys are presidentially appointed Senate confirmed officials, and they have great discretion in how they run their offices. But on this point, we feel that some uniformity is is important. It's important to um, keep AUSAs competitive with the private legal market. We know that many of our you know counterparts in the private sector, uh, as, as big law announces their return to office plans, it's not asking very much, I think, I don't think, to, to be in the two-day-a-week camp. As the United States attorney system, we need to be able to recruit and retain the best and brightest attorneys because we go up against those big law firms uh, all the time, both in competing for talent and in the litigation that we're engaged in.
1: And is it your sense that big law firms and law firms in general, and Lord knows there's enough of them, are generally more sympathetic to regular couple day a week telework for attorneys now forever?
0: I think so. I think at least for the immediate future, what we're seeing in the the legal media is that most large law firms are uh, permitting attorneys to work from home at least two days a week. Some some are allowing even more. Some large firms have, uh, have announced that they're going to go to work from anywhere indefinitely. So I, I don't think we want to be that aggressive. I think there's a good reason to have people back in the office, but but we're, we're shooting for that two-day-a-week
1: mark. Yes, because most law establishments have gotten rid of the library that you used to need, because isn't everything online now?
0: Yeah, Tom, that's absolutely right. So much of what assistant U.S. attorneys do is legal research and writing, meaning that we're glued to our computers. We're on legal research platforms like LexisNexis and Westlaw. And um, you know, some of the work is actually done better from home. You, know, you can have a quiet environment if you need to write an appellate brief. Sometimes it's just really nice to be able to to close the door in your home office and just focus on what you're doing away from the ringing phones and the office chatter that you have have when you're when you're at work. So I think there's certainly some some mission enhancements that come out of uh, expanded telework, and I think a lot of people feel that it helps them do their job even better than before.
1: And given the administration's stated imperatives or desires, and what. The Office of Personnel Management has been saying, it would seem that maybe Attorney General Garland can simply say, look, this is going to be the policy for all of our offices, and you appointees just have to stick with it. Any signal, any sign that that's even a possibility?
2: Well,
0: we, we remain optimistic that department leadership is going to strongly encourage the components to allow expanded telework. Now, we understand that Different offices and different components perhaps have different needs. Like I mentioned earlier, national security work, uh, for example, sometimes can't be done outside of a secure facility. So I think that there does have to be some level of discretion at the component level. But, But for example, United States Attorney's offices across the board, we've taken the position that the Deputy Attorney General or the Attorney General should direct United States Attorneys to allow staff to work at least two days a week from home.
1: And just a final question while we have you. The last time we spoke, you were looking at the issue and seeking some kind of pay parity with attorneys and other federal agencies that are on the general schedule, unlike the U.S. assistant attorneys are on their own pay scale in the Justice Department. Any movement on that? Any progress there?
0: We've continued to have a a good dialogue with the executive office for United States attorneys, and I think that they recognize there's an issue here. However, um, since There are still many vacancies in the United States attorney positions, and there is not yet a reconstituted attorney general's advisory committee. Uh, We get the sense that it may uh, still be some time before the department makes a move on this issue. But we're optimistic that they're listening and that they're going to do the right thing for AUSAs.
1: Adam Hanna is vice president of the Association of Assistant U.S. Attorneys. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: Thanks for having me on, Tom.
1: We'll post this interview along with a link to more information about that survey at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule, subscribe at Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Melissa Bradley, the founder and managing partner at 1863 Ventures, an investment company focused on
2: She was a staunch advocate around rights for renters. Um, We were not in a financial position that we actually ever owned a home, uh, but she made sure that people who lived in various types of housing, we were in regular housing, the people who were in regular housing, public housing, she made sure that their rights were advocated for um, and really just always kind of looked out for, I'll, I'll use air quotes, the little guy while although we were the little guy. Uh, and then I would say she was a huge advocate of older folks. Um, as part of her job, she worked during the week uh, in a full-time job and then cleaned houses on the weekend, but also took care of elderly folks and a staunch advocate for elderly rights. Um, so that was probably the, the first leader. And then I would say the second leader
3: as a company grows, WEPA is growing as well. And you are so spot on. We have, as as leaders, we have to let go and trust those people that work for us and empower them to do their job and then let them roll. And that's not always easy.
0: Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate Plasma at a Griffal Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.